Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Not surprisingly, it is uh, the start of term at Cambridge, which means that we're welcoming back uh, many students. We have, of course, had students here throughout the COVID crisis, but many more are returning. And uh, top of mind is to make sure that everyone is uh, safe, but also has a great educational experience. You must have, have obviously been watching what's been happening at other institutions. Scotland's universities went back a number of weeks before the English ones have. That must have raised your blood pressure a bit in some respects, though. Uh, look, uh, one thing that we're fortunate about in Cambridge is that with the college system, we have smaller cohorts of people, and I think we have uh, a greater likelihood of being able to uh, have peer pressure uh, work in favour of uh, students uh, respecting rules that are for everyone's health, including their own, and it also are going to allow them to have a richer educational experience. You know, if we have to go into a lockdown or whatnot, then that doesn't really benefit anyone. So I'm hopeful that that will be uh, one of the advantages we have at Cambridge. We've also been planning incredibly carefully, and we've got a really robust uh, public health campaign uh, that's uh, working through social media, etc. So I think we're doing everything we can. You've got a screening programme planned admittedly a voluntary one but you've got a weekly regular screening program planned haven't you yes so um first off we do have of course symptomatic testing for all staff and students and uh, that has been in operation for uh, many weeks now but uh, we will be launching an asymptomatic uh, screening program for students in college accommodation and the reason of course is because we know that uh, in the younger age groups uh, 18 to 25 they're more likely to be asymptomatic people. And so if we're going to try to identify and control possible outbreaks, asymptomatic testing should help us. We're also using it as a means of creating some innovations. We're doing pooled testing, which means that within household groups, all of the members of the household will give their test at one time in one sample. This will reduce the number of tests that have to be done by uh, the public authorities and reduce cost. If obviously some one of those samples is identified as positive, we'll have to go back and retest everyone in that household. And it's very reassuring, obviously, to have that. But do you think we'll get to a situation where the university has to close again? Or is that just off the table? Is that in the same way as the government describe another lockdown nationally as a nuclear option? Is that just the nuclear option for you? And you're going to try and carry on no matter what now? Well, uh, look, I, I think anyone who pretends to know the future in this context would be a fool. Uh, we've been surprised constantly over the last uh, six months or so. But I would say that uh, we now know much more about uh, coronavirus. We also know more about how to try to control it. We now have testing uh, that is stronger, at least in our environment, than it was uh, at the beginning of the crisis, certainly. And so I'm hopeful that if there are outbreaks, and there are likely to be in almost all circumstances across uh, the world, 
uh, that we will be in a bit better position to control them and not have to do a, a full lockdown. That That's certainly the hope. Do you think that this is damaging the Cambridge brand, though? Because a lot of students at other institutions are, are actually unhappy that they don't feel they're getting value for money because they're saying, I've paid my fees and, and I'm basically sitting in my room doing online courses. I could, quite frankly, have done that from home. How are you going to make sure that you meet their expectations and it doesn't end up damaging their experience of Cambridge University? Well, first off, we are trying to do as much as possible providing uh, face-to-face opportunities for students. And that will be obviously within labs and small group teaching, uh, supervisions. Uh, We'll obviously see how that plays out. But uh, I know that both the colleges and the departments are doing everything possible to try and provide some face-to-face opportunities. In addition, at Cambridge, again, because of the colleges, uh, I know that there are amazing efforts being undertaken to provide for some social and uh, educationally related experiences taking place face-to-face. Uh, I was just actually talking with uh, the uh, head of one of our colleges, and they're going to uh, be organizing uh, dinners that are socially distanced. They've got outside activities that are going on. They're working with their uh, undergraduate and graduate student organizations uh, who are also organizing events very carefully planned within COVID guidelines. I actually think we've got a better shot at creating an experience for students than most universities. We're very lucky in that regard. And and I'm hopeful that rather than damaging the brand, we may reaffirm that there's something quite remarkable about what it is to be at Cambridge. One of my colleagues, though, approached me recently and said, could I come up with a project or two for their students to do because they couldn't come into the lab. These are undergraduate students doing their final year science project that would normally be a hands-on research project. They're having to kind of do projects that can be done remotely, things like bioinformatics where you crunch some some genome data or something. This isn't really, though, a replacement for picking up a pipette, is it? So is, is it not a concern that we've got a number of academic years of students that are not going to get the hands-on science training that would set them up for a PhD? Look, uh, I, I don't think any of us can pretend that this is going to be a normal year. People will not have the full experience as if we weren't having any issue with COVID. But quite frankly, that's true for every sector, every sort of organization in the world right now, uh, especially where rates remain stubbornly uh, increasing or high. So, yes, of course, we're worried about that. I think the the hope will be uh, some students, uh, given that they're here for more than one year, will have opportunities to experience those hands-on lab uh, uh, experiences and other group work experiences. Uh, Of course, those are important. And, And I do know that some of my colleagues are trying to figure out how to provide some lab experiences where it's absolutely essential. But yes, we have to accept that it's not an ideal circumstance. How has the makeup of students at the university changed? Because when we spoke back about six months ago, there was concern over the fact that we have a healthy proportion normally of international students who would come and study at Cambridge, as do many other universities across the UK. And there are obviously problems with those people being able to come back and attend. So how has the, the makeup changed? Well, actually, quite um, remarkably in some ways, 
So far, although we don't have final figures, uh, in terms of people who have accepted, for, for example, first-year students, both uh, postgraduate and undergraduate, we actually have more international students, just by a small number, uh, who were intending to come to Cambridge. And so far, we're actually seeing on the ground international students are arriving. Now, having said that, I'm sure that there will be some who cannot get here or who have health conditions which would prevent them from coming, but we're not seeing the dramatic change in international student numbers that we feared. That is hugely uh, encouraging uh, from an educational standpoint because I think international students make a big difference uh, to the educational experience for all students. So if those numbers hold, and of course we still have to wait uh, at least another 10 days to get a, a really clear picture, uh, things are looking quite good. And lastly, what are the plans for Christmas? Because this has been quite a hot potato in, in the newspapers this week with some students fearing they may not be able to get home for Christmas. Have you got a plan in place for that? Yeah, I, I, I first let me say I'm not a media basher, but I have to say that the last few days of reporting in some of the national press has been really uh, quite uh, immature. Uh, the, the national rates of infection, etc., are actually still really quite low overall. And uh, even in universities where there have been outbreaks, I was just given some data by the de uh, Department for Education, and the actual incidence rate remains low, often lower than in surrounding communities. So a, a little bit of this is hysteria that's getting whipped up. Uh, there's a lot of work being done right now. The Department for Education has just established a task force on Christmas. Uh, I know yesterday the Secretary of State for Education was quite clear in the House of Commons uh, that he was very much hoping that uh, students would be able to return home if they wish to do so for Christmas. But he did say that there might be uh, examples where there would have to be some self-isolation first. Uh, the short answer is we don't really know yet because we don't know what the trajectory of COVID is going to be uh, in that period. Uh, but I remain uh, hopeful that this can be managed and that we will not be in a crisis situation at, at Christmas time. I will also say, though, that I know our colleges are planning assiduously uh, for if there need to be more students remaining, uh, we will find a way to make that work.